what's good so today i wanted to speak about psychology right so i'm, I'm gonna try not to bore you um but i was reading up about human psychology sales psychology psychology in the music industry just to get an understanding of how people think because we're an industry where we're dealing with people for you to get to people's pockets for you to get to people's hearts you have to deal with the person you have to interact with them you have to connect with them and a lot of us forget this we kind of think that people just they want to hear the music and then they disappear no they want to know the person they want to know what's going on they want you to also know that you get them as well and this is this is essentially it psychology is understanding the human psyche um, and if you can understand the human psyche you can kind of pivot because you know what i'm thinking when i say something if i tell you that I like your music, but you could fix this and this and that. You might actually interpret it as, hey, this person's just being nice to me. Let me, you know, let me take my business elsewhere. Or you'd be able to probe and find out, but what don't you like about the track? Um, there's this there's this thing that we do where when we're creatives, we it's almost like we 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 not dumb ourselves down, but we become very simple in our mindset. We we think, oh, you know, it's all about the music and it's all airy-fairy and if I can get this and this done, then everything will be perfect. But unfortunately, the music industry doesn't work like that. So we can take um, uh, examples from uh, everyday interactions that will assist us in the music industry. So one thing that always that's, that popped up in a lot of the things I was reading was if we could take the mindset we have when we're trying to pursue a potential partner, um, whether it's just for a date or a one night stand, whatever it is that you're into. But using those same tactics will get you out of a lot of silly situations as a musician. Think of it like this. Why is it that when someone is sliding into another person's DMs or you're trying to hit someone up or you're trying to stop someone and hit on them in the, in the middle of the street, why is it that people become very crafty? They say the most, they see something and they know what to compliment, they'll know what to say, you know how to approach, you know, you don't want to come on too strong, but at the same time, you kind of want, you don't want to seem like you're too laid back. It's very calculated, right? But the moment it comes time to releasing your music, you'll take your music, shove it on the internet and say, listen to this, this is my offering. If you like what, you, if you like what you're hearing, hit me up and possibly give me a record deal while you're at it. it it's two completely different types of thinking and it only happens when we go into artist mode why do we do that right so there's certain small things that we can do just to be a little bit more um a little bit more like controlled in our approach when we're trying to figure all this stuff out so the one thing i read about was breaking medium right so and this is a problem that i had as well when i was trying to hit people up I used to do this thing where, well, I still do it now, where if someone wants to speak to me, I am very slow to reply unless we're on WhatsApp. If we're on WhatsApp, the replies are fast. So what I do is I tell people to contact me on WhatsApp. Um, but what I realize is that in certain situations, I don't get um, I don't get those people to go across to WhatsApp. I'm changing medium. Therefore, I'm messing up the connection. That person might actually just want to talk in the Facebook, uh, in Facebook DMs. They might just want to speak on Instagram DMs. They might just want to tweet at me, and that's where they want to leave it. And what I'm doing is I'm creating this friction because now I'm, I'm putting them in a situation. I, I'm telling them to give me their number and expose themselves to me in a way that they might not be comfortable to. And I know that I lost... Um, potential customers and deals all because of that so what I do now is as far as possible I try and make sure that um, 
I can speak to people on all platforms. If someone tweets me, I can tweet back at them. If someone's on Facebook, I can Facebook them. If they're on freaking TikTok, I can speak to them somehow. There is some way for us to con- communicate without us breaking platform. Um, an example of everyday life where this happens is where, have you ever been in a situation where you're texting with someone for a while, for like an hour, and then after an hour they phone you and you're thinking to yourself, I really don't want to pick up the phone. They have broken medium. You guys were texting and everything was perfectly fine. Why are they calling you now? They can just text you unless it's life or death. And it usually isn't. So that very same feeling is what other people get when you try and break medium with them. I've, I've done it a lot. Um, you might not be in a situation that you've done it, but just bear in mind that it's not a great, it's not a great thing to do. Um, another thing is having genuine interest. Now, the, this, is a, this is borderline, it can be seen as borderline seedy if you don't do this properly. But if someone says to you that their interest is in soccer, let's use soccer because I have an interest in soccer and a very specific team. So we'll be, we'll be chatting and they'll see in my messages or they'll see in my WhatsApp status that I'm a Chelsea supporter. And then from there, they'll comment. Someone will comment to me. Hey, you know, your team did pretty badly this week. And I'll say, yeah, yeah, no, I know that they did. There is some kind of an interest there. Because that other person is probably also watching the games. They might also be a Chelsea supporter. Or they might just be a fan of soccer. Um, or they might just not be a fan of soccer at all. And they've just gone onto the internet to go see how Chelsea did. In all of those situations, that could be the truth. They might either be a fan themselves. Or they might just be you know, watching soccer. Or they might actually just you know, want to make a comment. And in all those situations, I don't care. As the person who supports the team, I do not care. What they've shown me is that they have acknowledged an interest of mine and they have, um, you know, they've said something about it that is valid, right? I'm not going to question it. The person just said, your team's done badly. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, my team did badly. And then we'll, we'll end it at that or we'll open up more dialogue. And that really does help. It's helped me because with a lot of my clients, we have conversations and we even have banter where we go back and forth. And that back and forth builds rapport they know we know i might i might um rag on a on an arsenal fan if something goes wrong um i might say something about you know manchester united if if something happens there or they might say something to me um that kind of thing you know we we have that situation going on but again whether or not it's a genuine thing or not whether they've just read up about a lot about this team and they know it through that or whether they actually genuinely like it i'm not going to ask i'm not going to ask i'm not going to probe at some point it might come up but i'm not going to be like are you a real fan are you a real supporter or you're just saying it so the reason i'm saying this is sometimes you meet someone who might be a potential investor or someone who you could potentially um, you know, build within the future. You might want to find common interests because those common interests will make sure that your music is not the only thing that's that's holding your um, your network to that person together. When you actually have a common interest somewhere else, it really does assist in the the, the connection. Um, the next point, super important, is being a nuisance. This happens so much. I've got people on my contact list and for the life of me, I'm just not, I don't think, I'm just not pushy enough to tell them to just stop, <laughs> just stop texting or stop sending music through. But that's just me. I've got very, I've got a very, very, I've realized I've got a very high tolerance for people. Um, but sometimes you just don't want to be a nuisance. Maybe not for me, but for someone else that you're trying to approach. 
um, you might not want to be in their DMs every day saying, hey, here I am, hey, here I am. Because eventually that person, trust me, they're, they're seeing your messages. They just don't want to reply to you. Now you're forcing a reply. That person's also connected to a bunch of high profile people. And one day when they're all sitting together having drinks, this person will go, ah, this guy again. One of his, one of their, one of that person's boys is going to be like, well, what, what do you mean again? Is it a girl? And then that person's going to say something along the lines of, yeah, it might as well be. There's this guy who keeps texting me and it's annoying. Oh, word? Who is that? Then the, this, then now the next person also sees, okay, yeah, no, I know, I know, I, I know people like this. And then they've got a little black dot next to um, your name in their mind. And you might think that you've forgotten, but I've seen people bringing up names. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are all talking about the same people here. You don't want to become that person who gets blackballed purely because you're just a nuisance everywhere. You don't want to be that person. You want to be seen. I'm going to get into familiarity just now, but you want to be seen, but you don't want to be a nuisance to people. Um, yeah, so second last point is you're not anybody's priority. When you see someone's taking long to repri- reply to you, um, you know, you don't have, to, you don't, don't be on their case. If they've said they're going to reply to you, give them an opportunity to, um, but it shouldn't be a case of, yeah, here I am. You, did you forget about me? This is literally two hours after you've texted them the first time it happens. And, um, understand that people are busy and just like in your life, You've got certain things that are that are important to you and other things that you just don't give two hoots about, you don't care about. There's also certain things in that situation for that other person that they care about. And you might just not be one of them. And you have to understand that. And you have to just pull back and say, look, if this person doesn't care about what I'm doing or who I am, let me move on to the next person. I've tried to reach out to them. I've tried to be a nice person. You keep it moving. Otherwise, you're going to bash your head against the wall saying all these people are haters and they don't want to see you succeed when in actual fact they're just busy or they just they don't care unfortunately it's the truth sometimes they just don't care right last thing about psychology that i picked up that was um interesting was familiarity now as humans we are always like we're always watching out for ourselves we're watching out for our safety so if someone pops up on your timeline and it's a new producer and their name is um i don't know uh, Coke Zero, and this music producer's name is uh, Coke Zero, and you don't know Coke Zero, you're not necessarily going to go and give Coke Zero the time of day. You're not going to go listen to Coke Zero's beats. You're going to be a bit weary of this person. But then over time, Coke Zero, they've got this this logo that they've created with a C and a Z, and you see it, you start, it starts to pop up in places, you know, you, you see it once or twice and you're like, hey, it's this Coke Zero person. You're not going to listen to their beats, you'll leave them, you won't interact with them. And then you'll see, at some point, you'll, you'll see a, a, a track that was produced by Coke Zero. And you're like, hey, okay, so this person makes this song. You still won't listen to their music. But over time, over weeks, months, maybe sometimes even years, you start to see this name and you're like, oh, but this is Coke Zero. I'm seeing this person quite a bit. Let's see what's going on. Also, I'm seeing this CZ logo everywhere. What's going on here? Curiosity starts to take over. Your subconscious mind starts to take over. And you find yourself on Coke Zero's Instagram trying to see what this person's about. You're checking out their videos. You want to know what's going on. And this familiarity is what you need to get in. And this, is, this is one of the easiest tricks to get into someone's psyche is to build familiarity with them. I do it with my SB logo. Every picture I take, I try and see if somehow I can incorporate it into the picture without it looking cheesy or weird. Um, 
or I'll try and do something that I, is repeatable, like my uh, my selfies. I always have a selfie I take in every session. It's a repeatable thing, and that's what people expect. And that's how I then build my familiarity. Oh, you know that guy? Yeah, the one that takes the selfies. It's stupid. It's very small. It's very stupid, but it is a thing that has helped me uh, in the past. Uh, like I said, same with the logo. There's certain people that see the logo on the shirt I'm wearing, and they notice the logo before they even notice me. So they say the sweet spot is something like six or seven times that someone needs to come into contact with you before they um, actually, you know, dip into their pocket and, um, you know, they'll support you in that way. So don't think that you just hitting someone up once is going to be enough. Sometimes you do need to be in someone's face because then you start to sink into their skin and you start to sink into their subconscious and then you become... uh, you know, you become more familiar and then things become easy. Uh, yeah, so if there's any books that you've been reading that are related to psychology, I'm interested. I'm still on the psychology tip, so let me know. If you have any concepts or questions or anything, let me know as well. And we can, you know, just keep the conversation going. Peace.